It's the bogus summer of pilots. Hello there, bogus listeners. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Forever Bogus Podcast. As usual, I'm your bogus host that knows the most, B-Boy Bogus Bryce. The bogus cast is on their last leg of their summer hiatus. So that must mean that we are still in the middle of the Summer of Pilots. This will more than likely be our last pilot that we premiere for this summer season. That's because we are on the right track to release the premiere episode of the fifth season of the bogus cast in early September. Anywho, I'm pretty pumped to introduce this pilot episode to you. This is a podcast show I had in the works for almost five years now, but never found the right time to release it. The show I'm referring to has a working title, Bogus Fan Theories. Many of my close friends know that I love both classic media and conspiracy theories. Over my lifetime, I started making connections that would happen within the universe of a TV show or even movies. In more recent years, I started to compile these theories into a list and began to do my own research and write scripts for this podcast show. This all started when I made my own connection that different TV shows or even movies can happen in the same universe and potentially the same timeline. So for instance, if something has the same animation style and backdrop style, they must be in the same universe, right? So Powerpuff Girls, Dexter's Lab, and Samurai Jack is in the exact same universe, but happens during different timelines. I'll get more to that at the end of this show. This idea really intrigued me to the point where I couldn't ignore it any longer. I need to do something with all this knowledge, and I thought that a podcast would be the perfect medium to do so. And, well, I set my sights way too high and got shot down pretty much immediately. There was just so much work to be done in my research to have a strong claim and be convincing as possible. So with that being said, I hung up my Pete and Pete fan theory that little Pete died at a young age and uh, through grieving, Big Pete imagined him being alive and decided to move to a smaller topic to cover for our pilot episode. So without further ado, let's put on our detective hats and crack open the first bogus fan theory case. Stay tuned after the show for more fun fan theories that keep me up at night. Enjoy. Hey there, bogus listener. It's finally time to break open our first file in fan theories. Tell me what TV show this is. Three immature boys create schemes and scam many people out of their own personal gain. Sounds a bit like Ed, Ed, and Nettie, right? But oddly enough, it also sounds like workaholics. On today's episode of Fan Theories, we are finally cracking open the case of workaholics is really Ed, Ed, Nettie in their 20s. Let's first start with the premise of the TV shows, okay? And how they are so similar. Ed, Ed, and Eddie focused around three preteens that lived in a small neighborhood where a bunch of other kids lived at. They would spend most of their time creating different schemes to scam others out of money and for some personal gain. 
mostly jawbreakers. For instance, one time, the Eds built an entire amusement park out of cardboard boxes and invited all the neighborhood kids to come over and they were allowed to ride all of their rides for a small price. The amusement park ended up breaking down, of course, it's made out of cardboard, and all the kids wanted their money back. You can only imagine how that ended up. Then there's workaholics. That's pretty much on the same exact level, because it focused around three 20-year-old somethings who spent most of their time trying to find a way out of their own adult responsibilities. And in doing so, they would create different schemes to scam others for their own selfish personal gain. For example, in one episode, the boys wanted to be able to have a good parking place at the new building that they're working at. So they tried to convince their boss to hire one of the boys' handicapped cousins just so they can get a handicapped parking spot in front of the building and be able to beat everyone to the front door. That also did not end very well for anybody in that group. So what do you think so far? They sound pretty similar, don't they? But it doesn't stop there. Let's run down these character comparisons here. I believe that Blake is really Ed in his 20s. Ed is very dull-witted, funny in his own right, into very strange things that I'm also into, downright gross at times, and pretty much a closet genius. Blake is also very funny. He's also into very weird things that the other two boys are not really into. He can be pretty stubborn at times, but he's also a closet genius. I also believe that Anders is really Double D in his 20s. Double D is smart, responsible, tries to constantly better himself and those around him, a neat freak, an inventor, and an instigator at times. Anders is also the smart one, the most responsible, tries to better himself by getting a better job and getting away from these people at times. He's a neat freak in his own domain, and he can also be an instigator for the group. Then there's Adam, who's Eddie in his 20s. Eddie is devious, he's quick-tempered, he's the better con artist, very egotistic, arrogant, and a self-appointed leader for the group. Adam is also devious, very egotistic, stubborn and thick-headed, and also the self-appointed leader of the group. And it doesn't stop there. I believe that Bill, the workaholic's co-worker, is Johnny 2x4. They're both very, very weird. They always point him as the outcast. Then Wayman, the other co-worker, definitely reminds me of Ralph. They're both from a foreign country, and they get made fun of and taken advantage of just because of that. And then Kyle, the workaholics boy's drug dealer. I believe that Kyle is really Kevin, all strung out on weed. <laughs> so now do you believe us? Oh, okay, you want some more evidence, I see, I see. Well, okay, then uh, let's play a little game here. Just me and you. And the rules are pretty simple. I will go down a list of synopsis of episodes, and you get to guess whether if it's Ed, Ed, Nettie, or Workaholics. The first one states, the gang is rummaging through their old stuff. One finds a camera and decides to start taking pictures of each other. They take that camera and start taking pictures of even more people. After gathering many photos, they decided that they want to make a calendar. 
and sell it to everyone that they photographed for some quick cash. Did you say this is workaholics? Unfortunately, you are incorrect. This is an episode of Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Alright, let's go down to the next one here. This one states, the gang is attracted to a new blonde and wants to impress her to gain her attention. They do so by teaming up to create a scam so they can win a prize. But when it's finally time to show her the prize, they end up sabotaging each other. And this one is... Workaholics. That is right. Didn't trick you on that one. That's okay, I'll get you with this next one. It states, the gang is needing some money to help build an idea that they've all created. They decide to create a scheme to scam people out of the money by performing at birthday parties. This one is... Workaholics! Okay. <laughs> Last one here states, A friend of the gang is feeling very homesick. The gang recognizes this and decides to take advantage of the situation by scamming this homesick guy out of some money. What TV show is this? Do I need a drum roll? Nah, you don't, because you already know what it is. It's Ed, Ed, and Eddie. So out of the four, how many did you get right? Let us know by following us on Instagram and Facebook and sharing your results with us. And if you also have some extra trivia that we haven't covered in this episode, feel free to share it with us there. Now, before we wrap up this episode, let's run through a couple short fan theories that's also linked up to Ed, Ed, and Eddie. This theory is called Eddie's Dream. So apparently there was a series finale episode entitled Take This Ed and Shove It, but it didn't get much attention. Maybe it's because of its weird nature. So the episode begins like any other Ed, Ed, and Eddie episode, as we find the Ed scamming the kids out of money by giving them some sort of career counseling advice. And surprisingly, it somewhat works, which results in three giant jawbreakers. But Naz ends up taking them away and puts them under lock and key. Now it's their mission to get these jawbreakers back. Eventually, things get out of hand, and a large amount of stuff falls on Eddie's head, causing him to black out. When he finally awakes, he finds himself in his 90-year-old body? He's so confused, and he starts breaking the fourth wall by saying, Hey, uh, c cartoon director, um, it's time for me to wake up. You can wake me up now. But nothing happens, and he's really freaking out at this point. He starts running around the cul-de-sac to find that all the other kids are no longer kids. They're all super old. Eddie believes that this is all messed up and, and the only key to his youth are the jawbreakers that are still stashed away somewhere. Now he's on this adventure to find these jawbreakers and he finally comes upon them. But unfortunately, they just turn into dust. Eddie is so desperate at this point and he just starts hitting himself with this cane until he finally blacks out. When he finally wakes up, he's in his young body again. Eddie's very happy, and he makes a beeline straight for the jawbreakers. He just, he just gotta have them. You gotta have them, man. When Eddie finally goes to take a big bite out of one, he blacks out again. Waking up in his old body, surrounded 
by the other Eds. Double D's explained to Eddie that he was just in the middle of another one of his old stories about his youth. And Double D was explaining that this was all false. None of this happened. Eddie finally says that we really are old. None of this really did happen. So this really plays on the thought that Eddie has just made this whole thing up. This whole series was just a part of his imagination. I find that one a little fun because it was really released. That was supposed to be the last episode. And it was for a few years until Cartoon Network signed them on for another season. I believe you can find the episode somewhere on YouTube that's recorded with like an iPhone or something, but it's still worth checking out. Now, this last theory that I will be covering is called The Eds Are Dead. I'm going to be pretty straightforward with this one. So, all the kids on the show are actually dead, and the neighborhood they live in is just purgatory. Think about it for just a second here. For one thing, some of these kids already look dead. Pretty much everyone in the neighborhood has these weird skin tones and odd colored tongues just like corpses may have. And also, did you notice that there are no adults or parents in this show? They're mentioned, but never seen. In one of the episodes, they visit hell, or some form of it that exists in their world. That's the episode when Eddie's older brother comes and visits them. And with that being said, we are left with another question here. How about the Kanker sisters? They live a little way out of the neighborhood, but they only show up to torture the Eds. Does this mean that there are some sort of like demons in Purgatory and they're working for Satan? Ah, I don't know. And let's not forget the episode where the Eds learn that they live in a world that they can easily manipulate. You remember this one? They make their way to the edge of the world. Eddie takes a huge bite out of the moon. Things start diminishing and they start drawing things and they end up in another dimension that's just like all white. And then it's just so weird. So maybe the Eds are dead. What do you think about that? Well, that's it, folks, on today's episode of Fan Theories. Did you have an oh shit moment or yeah right moment? Let us know on Instagram and Facebook. We can hash out some more details about those theories there. On the next episode of Fan Theories, we're finally going to be tackling the theory of Dexter is really Samurai Jack. I know you all have been waiting for this one for quite a while, but it's taken a lot more time to do a bunch more research on that to make sure we have our ducks in a row. Well, that is it for the pilot episode of Bogus Fan Theories. As I mentioned at the top of the show, there was a couple other fan theories I wanted to throw out there, maybe just to get your feedback on. The first one I mentioned was the Adventures of Pete and Pete fan theory. And this is about little Pete dying at a young age, and through grieving, Big Pete imagined that little Pete was still around. You will notice that there are not that many episodes of the two together at the same time. And if they are, Big Pete is kind of talking about Little Pete's scenario or situation and story that he's gotten himself into for that episode. Go back and rewatch it, I'm telling you, this theory might blow your mind. Another theory that really did blow my mind is that the professor from Powerpuff Girls, the one that invented the Powerpuff Girls, is actually Dexter from Dexter's Lab. 
and that through some weird godlike experiments, created this town, the city of Townsville, and all its villains. And now these creatures and villains are trying to kill the professor or take over the town or destroy the town, but the Powerpuff Girls are defeating them. And I believe that some, in some way the professor, aka Dexter, ripped open a time warp and fell through it, becoming Samurai Jack. Go back and rewatch this series. I'm telling you, there are a lot of links to it. It's very interesting. So, for instance, in Powerpuff Girls, you will see that there is a sign in the city of Townsville that somehow pops up during a portion of an episode of Samurai Jack. Go look it up. Go Google it right now. I'm telling you the truth. I'm not joking around here. Well, that's it for the Summer of Pilots. As I said before, this will probably be the last pilot that we premiere for the summer season. But that means that we are one step closer to the premiere episode of the fifth season of the Bogus Cast. So stay up to date here on the Boom Howdy Network or on the Forever Bogus Instagram and Facebook. We'll let you know a little bit of a hint of what to expect and uh, what topic we'll be covering for that episode. But until then, always remember to be kind, rewind, and stay Yeah.